Celebrate me. Oh! It's got the hard. I got the hard stuff. You got the weak stuff. Got the Heine. Clink. Drink lip. my Heine. Separate my lips. Join us. Mm. Oh, man. And, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a beer drinker, and I'm starting to enjoy these wow. uh -oh. ice-cold Heines. Just what you need. Well, I well, think we need to do a hot rod tune to celebrate that we are we're doing uh, 109 shows. 109 is that the, what's the chord? It goes. She's real fine, my 109. She's real fine, my 109, my 109. Well, I saved my pennies and I saved my time. Giddy up, giddy up. say 409 I, d I did it once only once now i i was gonna do it many times but i had money on it you did yeah i bet you I bet, bet chris i bet chris harrelson ladies and gentlemen Mr. chris harrelson joining in on the harmonies joining in on the betting line a lot of you don't know but chris is our secret harmonist and wow. sometimes mark Harmon is our secret harmonist the not so secret these not days. Not so secret these days, and we may be hearing from him a little bit later in the program. I think the fans are catching on. They are. They're catching on. They're wise to our tricks. All right. Well, while we're in the 60s, let's do a wonderful Bob Dylan tune uh, via The Birds. Uh...
pretty nice. <laughs> what a great old tune. I've never played that song. I've loved it. I can say that's that's two of us. That's going to be true of the majority of tunes we're doing today. And like always, and I say it over and over again, it's like I can't believe I never put pick to guitar and voice to mic on some of these tunes that I've just lived with. And, you know, just it's they've been in my life. And it's like now I'm getting a chance to do it with you. Oh, with you. With you. <laughs> oh, that's... That's, that's really inspiring. <clears throat> All right, we're going to do one now. Now, we've, we've had occasion to uh, realize that, you know, we keep bringing up uh, the wonderful song that Bruce, you know, came up with, the Love Like Gold. And we were saying that, you know, he, he composed it well, in your head, but then you compose it on a workstation that has sounds, you know, all kinds of sounds, keyboard sounds, guitar sounds, harps. And uh, when he showed me this song, you told me that you wrote it for Winona, or that maybe you were going to give it to, I don't remember what all the story was. But I said, well, I want to record that. Let me write the song. Let me do it. And then when I started to play it, you know, then the guitar starts to take on a life of its own. And you start playing licks that are familiar. So I wasn't aware. Well, I was aware of, we, t we said that someone talked about Carefree Highway. And we played it last week, right? But today, I, I was stumbling around for songs to do. And I found this James Taylor song. Uh, and I realized, oh my gosh, I probably unconsciously borrowed more from this tune than I did from Carefree Highway or any other tune to get the guitar parts that I played. Does that make sense? I, I, there's a long way to say it. I know I'm kind of stumbling because I'm trying to tune, but you see what well, I'm saying? Yeah, I just remember hearing like a cool arpeggio in my head that a guitar could do. Yeah. And then it turned out that you listened to what I did and went, oh, cool, let me go rip this James Taylor tune. <laughs> <laughs> Except I didn't know it. You know, this wasn't a song that was on. I'd heard it over the years, but it wasn't on my radar. It's just so much yeah. of this is just it's inside. Just, it's anyway, just, this isn't a time just, for levity. Do you it's understand? Ordinary. It's ordinary, man. This we is, just we make it special when we. This is not a time it. for levity, Bruce. Do you understand what happened to Machine Gun Kelly? No, please. Okay. Me. And I'm not talking about that pop star, that imposter. Machine Gun Kelly He rode along the outlaw trail Machine Gun Kelly was a simple man But the woman was hard as hell Watch out Machine Gun Don't let her run you round Don't let a woman put you six feet under the ground Machine Gun About Catherine Kelly, tired of being such small time. Figured they'd kidnap a rich man's son and make it in the world of crime. Watch out, machine gun, don't let her run you round. Don't let a woman put you six feet under the ground. Machine gun, 
government boys that came from machine gun took the poor boy away. They stuck him in a hole in the Leavenworth prison, lived till his dying day. Watch out, machine gun, don't let him put you down. Don't let the woman make you out to be a clown. I was stealing licks from uh, Love Like Gold for this. So it copies on itself, on itself, on itself. It's just a rolling snowball of, of ripoff. <laughs> I was waiting for you to jump in, man. Oh, I didn't I even know. I wanted to hear some, some like harmonies. It's like, oh, wow. There's no. a world. Okay, well, that's a retribution. I was man, just because... reading the story. I was just actually kind of just studying what the story was. Well, I'm glad that you just, you were getting into it and I really appreciate that. Yeah, I was just listening. Um, when you get a minute, go back and listen to the drum track on that. You're gonna love that 70s sound that he got. I don't know if it was Kunkel or who it was. I love all that kind of stuff. Oh man, it's got, it's got you written all over it. It's just that woody, natural, organic thing. I mean, and are you aware that James Taylor cut live? Everything he cut, everything. Always. I love it. Including lead vocal. I love it. I don't know if they fix things. All I know is that they go in there and they do it the way records were made in the, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. I love to make records like that, Mike. I mean, it's not easy. You yeah. gotta have the cats. You know, he's got Leland Sklar, he's got, you know, Waddy Watchatel and Well, you gotta you gotta let uh gotta let your brain go too you got you gotta just do it you know you can't have that perfectionism oh except they did down. see that's the thing is they did they're they <laughs> this is my point those records are perfect and they're all playing perfect i mean maybe they fixed mistakes but the fact that they would all play it live and try to get that i love it it's one thing that's nice about it is when you're done, you're done. You cut it, you walk away. Well, you know, we have a bunch of 77s tracks that we, we cut do like that that are ready to ready to push out. So we're gonna push them out. I like that choice of words. That's perfect. <clears throat> okay, so here's the song we've done before, but we decided to do it again. I don't know what song or what what show we did this on, but really early.
great, great song. Yeah, that is really great. When I sent you the link, were you aware that the link I sent was a 2012 remake? He went in. Jeff Lynn, I don't know why anybody would do this, but he went in and recreated every ELO hit from the ground up playing as many instruments as he could, which is a lot of them, maybe most of them, I don't know. And doggone if he didn't, um, I won't say he improved on the originals sonically, absolutely, but that he was able to get all those sounds, all that atmosphere, all the mixing, all the vocal inflections, pretty much like I would, cons I would probably say 92 to 96 percent like the originals. Interesting numbers. But 92, just two, huh? Yeah. So, uh, and this was useful, and this occurred to who to think uh, was great? Well, actually, Jeffrey Kotoff told me about it because he's a big ELO, you know, Jeff Lynn Did fan. Did he like it more? Did just Jeff gave... Lynn like it No, better? no, no. Did Kotoff think that it just made it fun just as a fan to have something new to listen to? I don't to, remember or... what his opinion was. I'm only giving you mine, which is mm -hmm. that, you know, I go back and listen to the original, and it's like, well, nothing will ever be what that is yeah. but the fact that he got close to it and had the vibe i mean it's thoroughly enjoyable it's like watching someone do a perfect concert on a stage you know you should check it out it would blow your mind a b the two if you're fans of jeff lynn out there and you weren't aware of this go check it out it's amazing i, w I, didn't, even, I didn't even know he did it all right well i'm gonna do one that um I might have played, used to do a lot of Cat Stevens back in the 70s when I played in the coffee houses and pizza parlors. And Well, this is the one I think that the, the Fleetwood Mac thing was kind of aped off of. Yeah, yeah, Bruce noticed today as I was uh, preparing that uh, there's licks and feelings in this that uh, are reminiscent of Lindsey Buckingham doing, you know, Never Going Back Again from the Rumors album. And I guess what that supports my argument that we, you know, every poet is a thief. We all steal. Talent borrows, genius steals, right? So even though I've ripped off everybody, you know, if you steal from one guy, it's plagiarism. Two or more research. Yeah? You like that? Sure. Okay. Chris, <clears throat> on Bullhorn, what do you think of that? <laughs> That's the biggest bunch of BS you've ever heard. Oh boy. Okay, so let's see if I can. I gotta get my bullhorn lines in, man. So the the tuning is squirrely, so I have to think with my uh, right brain here. find out and I left my folk and friends with the aim to clear my mind out well I hit the rally road and many kinds I met
tune i think bruce is speechless nice man it's a good one all right well well i think we need to lean into uh, a different direction for just a little minute this is another song i've heard a million billion times i've probably messed around i know i used to play it i think i learned it back in high school but not right i learned it right today (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, the Rolling Stones have been such an influence on all of us here in this room. Uh, Bruce, you've had a special, you know, connection to uh, the band recently, having played with a one of the, you know, one of the premier um, tribute bands in the Bay Area. And so we are going to feature both of us, if I can make out your notes. <laughs>
great tune. You oh. Michael Romy. Got to roll me. Are you, you guys singing we're that? Sing that. You Michael Romy. Were you singing Got to Romy or Michael Romy? It's not really appropriate, you singing Michael Romy. I know, you guys. Well, I was doing your job yeah, for you. It's a little How's bit. That? It's a little bit. You know, I, I think it's... I think you may be craving recognition at this point. <sighs> I really... You know, I prefer... As long as I get my share of the money, I'm willing to remain anonymous. How's that? <laughs> Speaking about it's the really money... true. <laughs> yeah, well, Oh, oh well, 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 sorry. Uh, you know, next week uh, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a <laughs> mush burger <gladly> today. Wimpy. Hey, wait a minute. I, wait a minute. I think there's a Popeye. There's a there's a Popeye uh, lyric we got coming here today. Oh, you know how you know we are hitting about such a, a stride of ESP right now. Such a mind meld as a as a trio here working that we were joking about something that was already buried in the lyric, and and you figured it out. I gotta tell you, <clears throat> this is this show is out of control. Well, the only thing I can hope, but but, but this show is. I, I was try, starting to say while you tune, I'm gonna go ahead and speak. Oh no, no, please don't say don't embarrass me. But I was gonna say that you know it's tedium and. You know, we're tired, and it's just its just something we got to do sometimes. But it sure is fun to get this moment to to laugh and just be kind of cornball. And, you know what I mean? Hang out with Michael Rowe, singing about himself, and Chris Harrelson talking <laughs> okay, to the bull, okay. bullhorn, bullfrog. I see. And, and, you know, me, I mean, I never drink, so it's a drinking opportunity. It's a drinking opportunity. So this is just You see really... it as a drinking opportunity. Sure. It's a, it's a drinking occasion. If I was Rod Stewart, I would drink through the whole show to get that rasp. But really? if I take even more than just a tiny bit of that <laughs> that devil's juice down there, Woo! I can't sing. I wish I could. I, I'd drink the whole show. So this song is a just a remarkable song. Who wrote this? I did. By oh, myself. No way. Really? Wow, yes. I, you're There's associated a, with these other guys. I thought this was a part of your. Uh, I let them record it, but I recorded wow. it first. Wow, you're you're impressive. I love. Well, this. here's the deal. So I was doing that album. Uh, what's the one? Uh, Say your prayers. And during that time, uh, Mike Blanton. Remember Mike Blanton from Nashville? He, he managed, I think, Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith. He had okay. a label. Okay. Um, I was palling around with some people. I think Jan, I don't know who, who helped make this happen, but somebody thought they would try to get Blanton interested in me as a, as a solo artist. Okay, so, so not being one to kill the goose that laid the golden egg, I thought, well, that means I got to start writing like Christian, like praise songs, like, you know, what they want to hear. I was thinking Amy, Michael W., it's like, I can't walk in there with my usual blues, you know, quasi-dirty lyrics. I have to write a praise song. And within one line, you say Popeye. Well, just I'm... wait a minute. So, okay, so I <laughs> I thought, I've never written a praise song in my life. i got to figure out how to be grateful for something, because that's, you know, if you're going to praise God, you got to be grateful for something. And I, 
I've always been a sort of a self-centered, you know, self-absorbed, ungrateful person. So I thought, where can I be grateful? Well, I went out on my deck, you know, and I used to live at the apartments with the water out there. And I sat out there with a pad and I went, all right, well, just look around you. Find something to be grateful for. So I said, well, uh, you know, the, the sun is shining and the birds are singing. It was springtime and uh, uh, the trees were blooming. So I wrote that all down, right? And why is the sun shining down on me? I don't deserve it. You know, but then if as you go through the lyric, you start to see that self-absorbed, self-tortured, you know, selfish person emerge. And by the end of the song, it's just, you know, it's kind of a beautiful thing, but it takes a while to get there. By the end, I realize I can't I can't play this for Mike Bland. They're never going to want this. And, 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 and you know what? I mean? The Dude, whole thing went down the toilet. This is brilliant. This is really brilliant. Well, it it's so classic. Toilet. You, man, you're really, this is really you shining. All right. So, uh, okay. So we're going to do this tune. This is dedicated to Derry Doherty because Derry sang it like I never could myself. It's like he, he owns the song now and everything except copyright. Uh, it was on the Lost Dogs Mutt album, I think. All right. So let me see if I can try to imitate Derry imitating mm, me. Okay. I marvel as I sip upon my sweet tea. I'm pop-eyed at the sweetness of my sweet peas, the blooming of my trees. Why does the sun shine down on me? And I'm grateful for the greatness of your soft hands. And thankful for the cleanness of my pressed pants you part the clouds still i don't see why does the sun shine down on me sometimes i hear sometimes i listen <clears throat> most of the time i'm stubborn and indifferent often i'm sad Knowing what I'm missing And all the time I'm wishing things were all so different from 
your sun shining down on me I cannot live without the heat from your sun shining down on me Heavy duty, Mike. It's a sweet one, man. It's really nice, man. All right. Well, it's a pleasure. It's a great honor. It's a great to honor. Be playing with Michael Rowe on the Corona Street. Well, tonight. I will tell you this. Um, you know, I've said it. I'm surrounded by geniuses. Almost everyone in my life who professionally is one Bruce, Chris, Mark, all the Lost Dogs members, and especially Terry Taylor, who who really knows how to turn a phrase and write a song. And uh, we're going to carry on now and do the hymn show portion featuring uh, Terry's song that he wrote for Lost Dogs for the, uh, um, oh gosh, what is the album? It's the fourth album. Nazarene? No, it's after, no, it's before that. Uh, uh, Serenade? No, it's after that. Uh, I don't want to, let's not talk about it. Gift horse. <laughs> don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Well, I, I forget sometimes. There's too many albums. It's All right. Long, yeah, it's a long career. <clears throat> okay, so. How often do we spot the angels? Or feel the unseen hand? Most times are tough. Going rough. Was a master plan. Those steadfast doors won't open, and you pray, but you don't understand. You've gotta hold fast the hope that's in you. Don't always trust your eyes. Dark can move our hearts. 
Terry Taylor. Man, Gene's verse in that is just oh, it's heartbreaking, it's devastating. No, man. it is. He he's so good, and when he hits that, it's like a laser. It just it just uh, he had, every time I hear that, just, I just I just get the chills. It's you know, awesome. and I was talking about genius. I mean, Gene is one of the greatest cases of unconscious genius I've ever been around. Meaning that he wasn't—he knew that he had all the tools he needed to do the job, but he was—he never thought of himself the way we thought of him. You know, we looked at him like, you know, the hand of God is upon him. It's like it's a God-given talent. It's—it's—he's it's, not even aware. He's just. He just dumbly goes through stuff and does stuff, and everything he does is just so great, like what you just described. It's like it's, it sounds like he w didn't sit there and labor that. No, the belabor that verse. He, no, he, he tuned it, but yeah. he didn't labor over it. Wow, he was man. good at tuning, and he was doing it in the analog realm back then, before wow, we had those graphs where we could draw and, wow. and chisel. He was doing it by ear with a piece of analog gear. I don't remember what it wow, was called, but he was really good at it. And uh, why'd you tell me that? What? Why'd you say that? Well, it's not cheating. I, I thought mean, it was. I thought it was. Oh, perfect. you thought it was his soul. I thought that stuff is. I thought you guys are kind of so old that there they didn't have that stuff before. Right? It was the beginning of it. But anyway, right. Gene was fabulous. <clears throat> Gene, you genius. I was going to say Gene. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we're going to do the. Um, mm. First of all, we want to thank you for being so generous the last few weeks. Bruce's remark of us quitting. I think has gotten some of you to sort of loosen up your billfolds a little bit. Wait a minute, let's let's go ahead and let's go to that show because I think that you were the one who actually said this is our oh, last I, no, show. No, I did not. In fact, it's go watch it. It's on there. You, I just said, what did I go? Well, one oh seven, and we go ah one oh seven. Then you go yeah last show, and I go oh yeah last show. No, I think you said now we're done. Something oh like really? That. Yes, I think it was you. Are you trying to lay blame, bro? Dude, I, don't lay well, your hate on. No, don't actually, lay the blame on me. Well, actually, I thought it was me, and then I went back and listened to it. And I went, oh wait oh. a minute, it was Mike. Well, yeah, but I, what I intended. See, but now, but now you're you're thinking okay. you're trying to say it was my comment. Look, all I'm saying is what I intended as a gesture, you turned into a posture. All right. Oh, big, big difference. <laughs> now who? Big. Difference. Where did that come from? I just. What? Where did that little know. phrase? I don't know. What it's meeting? A, it's a what, barnyard bromide. What, I've held on to it for dear life. What little meeting was? What little church meeting after in the oh, afternoon like a did sermon? somebody? No, did somebody have with you where they sat down and told you that? I don't think it was a sermon. You I sure? Think I it wasn't it like of, a. It was a journalist. It wasn't the group. It wasn't like the the, the worship group that no, had to get nothing to do with talked that. to. Anyway, you're wasting time. I'm trying to get them to give us money. <laughs> PayPal.me slash micro seven seven s. Places to be. We've got places to go and Peters to see. Don't we? You know a guy named that, right? Simone. That's out of... Okay. Is really that out of the bounds? really out of Did I go over the, well, yeah, the, the G rating? Losing it there. If you like Venmo, go <laughs> at M-I-C-R-O-7-7-S. Chris, isn't there somewhere you need to be right now? Pretty yeah. soon? Okay. Yeah, Chris is in a hurry, so put the, send that money now because we got to go. All right? Okay, now hold on. Wait a minute. Before wait a minute. we go... Before we go... Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. You got about a half of this thing missing. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. I already said PayPal.me. Oh, oh, the P.O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write us a big check for $1,000. Right? 77's limited, LTD. And then put it in there. And then put P.O. Box 1441 Citrus. Simon Limon. Heights. Ay caramba, que alto. 
California nine. Give a man a bullhorn. One one. Oh man, you give him a bullhorn, he takes uh, Cinco de Maico. Well, you guys like our Cinco Cuatro de Maico Cinco, show, which we sort of. What we didn't even do a Mother's Day show. What's Cinco wrong de Maico. We don't do. Th- we skip holidays all the time. What's up with that? Yeah, well, that was pretty brutal. Yeah, it was. Okay, so um, Mark Harmon, please. Tune in, North Kakalaki. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. What's up, man? Nah. We're playing your request this week. Um, It's about time. We're going to do a couple tunes that Mark actually wanted, you know. We're going to do that. We're going to be doing that a little bit. Hold on a second. What's that? I said it's about dang time. All right. Well, here it is. (laughs) Here it is. All right. So let's do this. Okay. One, two, three.
know. I'm reading it. And I said sleeping. Springs Where? I, I read. I just loving I, for sleeping. My brain just totally rewired while I was trying to read and sing at the same. That's time. all right. Well, you know, it's nice that we're going <sighs> to do some like jamming. You know, with Mark. That was great, man. Love it. All right, you ready to do the tune that you really want to do? Okay, yes. first of all, Mark introduced me yes. to The Laws. This group called The Laws was about 30 years ago. Uh, they made one album. It was done in like a million studios, a million producers. The lead singer guy, Lee Mavers, or, was that his name? Mavers. He decided that it was a piece of crap, and he disowned it and so on. Meanwhile, it went on to influence dozens of bands and a whole new era of music, and uh, he's kind of... Be- He's become kind of the, who is the actress who said, I want to be alone, you know. <laughs> he's kind of like, uh, he's a, uh, you know, a misfit sort of a hermit, refuses interviews, you know, he's a crazy person. But he made this genius record. Well, okay, we're going to do the opening tune from it called Son of a Gun. Yeah. Let's see if I can get this the feel of it. Oh, yeah.